Welcome to Nutritionista's What Is series with me, Megan Hayes, a clinical nutritionist, women's health and reproductive medicine specialist, and I'm your go-to for demystifying all things women's health and overall health and well-being. Within these super short 10-minute episodes, I'm going to deep dive into some common health conditions, diseases, or perhaps even a recent diagnosis, and together we're going to decode common pathology tests, all to empower and enlighten you. It's about giving you the power and knowledge to become your very own health advocate because no one knows your body quite like you do. If you're ready for a blend of medical insights served with a side of holistic wisdom and personal support, tune in every Thursday. Together, we're going to team up to transform confusion into clarity and empower you to take charge. Are you ready for a level up in your own health journey? Let's go. Welcome back and today we're going to deep dive into type 2 diabetes. The medical explanation of type 2 diabetes is it's a chronic medical condition characterized by insulin resistance or a deficiency in insulin production. Insulin is a crucial hormone that helps regulate blood sugar levels by facilitating the uptake of glucose into cells for energy. In type 2 diabetes, this process is impaired and it leads to elevated levels of glucose in the blood. Now, the simplified explanation. Think of type 2 diabetes as a glitch in the body's system for managing sugar. Normally, our body uses a hormone called insulin to help our cells absorb sugar from the bloodstream, which it's needed for energy. But with type 2 diabetes, this system does not work properly. Either the body doesn't make enough insulin or the cells simply don't respond to it in the way that they should or possibly used to. As a result, too much sugar stays in the blood, which can lead to long-term health problems. Now, the relevance. Type 2 diabetes is especially important to understand due to its growing prevalence in society and significant impact on women's health. So this includes its association with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and has implications during pregnancy. Knowledge about this condition empowers women to make informed choices and decisions about their health and lifestyle. Now, while both types 1 and 2 diabetes involve issues with insulin and high blood sugar levels, they differ significantly in their causes and onset. Type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune condition, and we covered it in the last episode, where the body's immune system attacks insulin-producing cells, and that leads to a lack of insulin. It's often diagnosed in childhood or adolescence, where on the other hand, type 2 diabetes primarily results from insulin resistance, where the body's cells simply don't respond effectively to insulin. This is often coupled with a reduced insulin production over time, and the condition is more commonly associated with lifestyle factors, typically diagnosed in adults. Now, understanding these differences is crucial in empowering individuals to recognize the signs, manage their condition effectively, engage in informed discussions with their healthcare providers. Now, understanding the condition itself. So common signs include increased thirst and urination, hunger, fatigue, blurred vision, and slow healing wounds. Women can also notice weight gain and changes in their menstrual cycle. 
Now, these symptoms are similar to those red lights that flash on in the car. So once again, we just, it's really hard to indicate which is for which. However, working with a medical practitioner will help you get there. Now, the causes and risk factors. So type 2 diabetes often results from a combination of genetic factors. Most commonly, it's lifestyle choices, such as poor diet, lack of exercise, and obesity. If it's lifestyle habits that are simply like putting the wrong type of fuel in your car, these can lead to long-term damage and inefficiency. So this is something that we can, we can reverse, but we need to act on to turn this around. Conventional diagnosis and treatment. So typical diagnostic methods are blood glucose tests and the HbA1c test. So providing a snapshot of how well the body's managing blood sugar over time. Standard treatments are typically lifestyle changes, oral medications to improve insulin sensitivity or insulin production, and sometimes insulin therapy itself. For some, taking insulin directly is part of the daily routine to keep their blood sugar level steady. It's all about creating that balanced mix of good habits, helpful medications if necessary, and sometimes a bit of insulin to keep everything running smoothly, but only under the guidance of your medical practitioner. Now, functional medicine perspective, the holistic diagnosis. So once once we're getting into the functional medicine scope here, it's like having a heart to heart with your body. It's looking at what you eat, how you move, the stress in your life, how well you sleep. And we start putting pieces of your health puzzle together. And this can enable us to see how and where your body's having a rough time dealing with sugar. Functional treatments are, there's so much more to just eating right and moving more. We know this. If it was just that easy, we'd do it. Functional medicine has a whole toolbox of really cool stuff to help us out. So we're talking about special diets that can fit you perfectly as a person. Sometimes there's supplements or vitamins to fill in any gaps. And there's just new ways to chill out and beat stress that we can kind of figure out what works for you and fit into your life because we're all so different. We know this. It's all about making a plan that's all about you helping you feel great and not just okay. You want to be excellent. Now, why standard and functional approaches can differ here is in the terms of functional medicine itself aims to prevent the progression of type 2 diabetes by addressing these root causes early on, much like regular maintenance on a car. Whereas conventional medicine often focuses on managing symptoms and complications as they arrive. So individualized care is coming up with a personalized health plan tailored to each and every individual and your own unique situation. Now, the cutting edge research on this is once again, gut health and inflammation. There is so much more information coming out on this in how it can play such a major part. So commonly we're generally systemic systemically inflamed if we do have type 2 diabetes but there's so much we can do to keep our gut healthy and happy and this cuts down on inflammation and really helps with managing blood sugar levels it's like finding new secrets to keeping your body system running smoothly and feeling its best now the quick actionable health tips here are regular and physical activity working with a practitioner to find something you'd love to do. So once again, it's not hitting the gym. It's working with someone to find something that works best for you because no one wants to slog it out there unless you really want to. Now, this increases your insulin sensitivity. And once again, sleep is another big one here. 
Um, getting the diet on par with fiber. So fiber is a huge thing with this. We want healthy fats, lean proteins, and overall balanced diet. So if you need someone to help put that together, this is where you're looking in the right place. Now, empowering questions to have for your healthcare providers, once again, similar to the first episode, is encourage a dialogue about holistic dietary strategies that can go beyond traditional weight management. We want to aim for comprehensive education on how to nourish your body and effectively to manage these blood sugars. The proactive approach allows you to take charge of your health and steers the wheel towards a really well-informed and balanced lifestyle.